It's the Dogcast, episode number 409. This is your G-Day game wrap-up, 93K in the house. Brought to you by V-Sporto and Dog Sports Radio. Dog fans, it's the Dogcast, episode number 409. This is your G-Day game wrap-up show. Uh, I'm telling you what, old dog, let's get right to it, man. 93K day. Um, Yeah, I mean, who would have ever thought that would happen? A lot of excitement. I mean, the new coach, new coaching staff, uh, you know, they're at a different level. It's a complete validation for Kirby Smart, I mean, you know, even – take the showbiz wife, the the woman who locked herself in the bathroom, who said we weren't even going to buy tickets. You know, dude, she was in Camp Mark Richt, you know, oh, wow. and yesterday she was excited. She was excited. The stadium was excited. I mean, nobody's thinking about Mark Richt anymore. Nobody – I mean, I didn't hear anybody. I, don't, I, I didn't see any – Sour grapes or, well, you know, uh, margarita. I, I didn't hear any of that. It's just, man. No, I mean, he's, he's moved on. I mean, you know, and again, he he quickly got another job. Apparently, and we're moving on, wanted. too. And that's exactly. great. And, and the main thing is this new coaching staff seems to want a higher level. I mean, you know, Kirby Smart calling for 93,000 people. He expected it to happen because that's what he's used to. Yeah. Because he comes from a championship program, and that's what they do. SEC record crowd. And I'll tell you, it gives Kirby Smart a huge amount of credibility, at least you know for right this minute, huge amount of credibility with McGarity and with everybody in Athens, everybody associated with the program. He could say, hey, I call for 93,000, I get 93,000, right? I yeah. freaking doubled your previous largest crowd. And I'll tell you, the 93,000, for the people that were there yesterday, I'm telling you what, I completely underestimated everything about that crowd yesterday. Hell, I was tweeting with some guys about how I was going to go to the railroad lot and, you know, oh, it was just damned, just business as usual yesterday. Dude, it was not business as usual. I couldn't even damn sniff the railroad lot. Oh, I no. completely was, underestimated the It was like it was like game day. Damn, it was worse than game day cuz everybody I, I hell, I can get into the railroad lot on game days. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. It was like game day except you could get in for free and no well, I don't I'm not down with that whole level playing field thing, right? I am not cool with that. I no, want I to I want well, my special pass, keep all the plebes out, right? And that's only for spring. Holy shit. I, I parked past Mama's Boy. Hell, I think I was outside the damn Beltway. I don't even know where I parked. I Maybe Thompson. I was walking. I had like a canteen. I had to stop and refill my canteen from a couple of hose pipes. Man, 
I'm telling you, I was parked far, far away. <laughs> the showbiz but, wife was not a fan. No, but what a and what a beautiful day it was too. Awesome, perfect day, yeah. perfect day. They were they were stacked on the stairs. They were stacked in the tunnel. Man, there were I mean, people everywhere. They actually turned people away. I mean, folks that and, – and this is <laughs> good and bad. Nuts. I mean, folks that actually lined up for the dog walk, some of those folks weren't able to get in to see the game. I know. It was damn nuts. I couldn't believe it. And then, I mean, the you know, we had some new game day pregame videos, uh, ludicrous, uh, you know, I don't know, my, oh gosh, my, I mean, I, ludicrous is okay, it was kind of fun, but the sound was terrible though, really. I mean, yeah. if you weren't right, if you weren't well, in I mean, section one oh, if you weren't in the lower bowl where the band was sitting, you could, I don't think you could hear that much. You know, you know? but the thing is, you know, which you might have been a go- good thing. Right, but you didn't go there for a concert, especially no. a thirteen-minute one. Well, I mean, this was all about new. <laughs> exactly. This was all about new excitement to the program, and 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 that's really what it boiled down to. Well, and you and I talked about it the last time we talked. I mean, the last few years has kind of been the same old, same old ho hum. We know what we're going to get. We're going to win nine or ten games, but we're not going to compete for anything. Well, and there's just a new. There's a new feeling. Absolutely. And and 93,000 people showing up, that validated that. Post-game show. We were talking to my kids, my boys and I. We were watching the post-game show, you know, just basically the the press conference, you know. And uh, one of my kids actually commented on how refreshing it was to have a coach talking about Actual things we're actually going to work on to actually try to get better rather than just saying the same old, well, you know, we saw some good things out there today. We, we got a lot of stuff to work on and, uh, we're going to be working hard and, uh, Matt drills, Matt drills. We're going to be working hard. See you in the fall. Exactly. So yeah, we have actual feedback from the coaches and, uh, you could see, man, I tell you, there were a lot of things I was happy with. Let's talk about the quarterbacks right off the yeah. bat. That's what people let's, want to talk about. Let's get down to it. And and I tell you, I I think our our starter needs to be Eason. Uh, now now wait a second, old dog. You're just you're you're just buying into the hype, man. You're well, just you're just writing this season off. You're just you're just uh, you know cor- you know it's like a coronation of a king. He hasn't earned it. Are you sure? That that is a uh, unbiased opinion, old dog. Well, I mean, and here's here's where I'm coming from. Uh, Grayson Lambert and and I think Ramsey both have probably peaked. Absolutely. They're not they're not going to get any better. Yes. And and I would and if if Eason wasn't in play, I'd say start Ramsey as opposed to as opposed to Lambert. Probably, I, mean, I would probably agree. You know, Lambert, tell you. Lambert is like, to me, Lambert is like the guy in the NFL that carries the clipboard and may be good for one or two games, but he's, he's not, he's not going to win you a championship. Well, I agree. I mean, his, he doesn't have, he doesn't have the skill or the arm or the ability to do all the things that Ramsey and Eason do. And I think Ramsey has also pretty much peaked where there's nothing but upside 
I mean, Eason's going to do nothing but get better where Ramsey – Well, he, he has Ramsey, a lot more Ramsey's upside potential. Where he is, yeah. Dude, without a doubt. Four, four out of the first eight plays that Ramsey ran, I would have considered a busted play. Now, I know it's not fair because you don't know who busted it, right? You don't know if Shakiri Wilson ran the wrong way or Ramsey ran the wrong, wrong way. But I'm telling you, I'm tired of watching Lambert throw into triple coverage or just throw it away. And I'm tired of watching Ramsey seemingly not know what to do at this point in his career. And like you said, I I totally agree, by the way, totally being sarcastic when I was talking about Eason. I think Eason has more upside than any of those other two guys. If they're all going to make mistakes, if they're all unpolished, and they all are not perfect, why don't we go with Eason, right? Exactly. And and when you talk about polish, I mean, Lambert's as polished as he's going to get. Absolutely. Ramsey is probably as polished as he is going to get also. I'm telling you. Maybe a little bit more. He's he's a he's obviously the best punter we've got, so we need <laughs> to keep him around. Well, it's not all sunshine and rainbows, right? Lamb, I mean, uh, Eason is going to have to get a lot better at his pocket awareness. I was, frankly, kind of surprised. I think he was surprised at the speed at which play is happening. He oh, clearly is surprised by how fast our defensive ends are, right? I mean, he thinks oh, yeah. about it, and then. It, the play is over and, by the time he thinks about it. And especially that first sack that he took when four people converged on <laughs> because <laughs> because there was a busted uh, busted coverage on the offensive line. But again, you know, he came back, he throws a pretty ball. Uh, now, you know, give the devil his due. Lambert had a pretty ball of that guy, Chigaboo, and that wasn't called a touchdown that should have been. Well, Ramsey but, had a couple of good balls. especially And, and, Ramsey, and Ramsey did too, but there's just more upside with Eason than anybody else. I, and, I mean, if, if I were going to have a pecking order, I'd go ahead and start Eason. I'd have Ramsey as my number two, and I'd let uh, Grayson Lambert start trying to uh, catch the snaps from the long snapper. Yeah, I, I could not agree more. I totally and, and believe. Hopefully, and hopefully he doesn't lose his girlfriend to, to Eason because apparently whoever starts for Georgia – gets to date Miss Georgia. Apparently. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, I mean, I'm telling you, the first time I came up off my feet, like really like organically with excitement, came up off my feet, kid rolls out, throws across his body, Eason throws a ball right in the daggum receiver's ear hole, and man, it was awesome. Crowd's on his feet, they're freaking cheering, great throw. And, I mean, some other things to get excited about, talking about throwing. We have tight ends. Holy crap. I mean, what in the world? You know, last year we didn't. Dude, this year we do. Nobody in the stadium more excited about multiple tight end throws and, than and me. And apparently we've got like 25 of them on the roster. Apparently we do. And I'll tell you, Isaac Nauta looks pretty damn good. He's big and physical. He's a Freaking true freshman, early enrollee, yeah. and man, we have a lot of good tight ends, and tight ends just work. Forget they about do. the fact that we have so many. I just love the fact that Cheney telegraphing to the fans, hey, boy, I know how to drag a tight end behind the linebackers. I know how to sneak one down the middle. I know how to put one in the flat. How about the how about the pass outs? How about Eason's 
vision and his eye work where he's looking down the field and then throws that little outlet to Douglas out there in the flat. Yeah. Now, I mean, definitely he's, to me, he is a, a lot further along than I thought he would be. Very coming. disciplined. Very disciplined he, with his check he downs. Has, he has pretty good pocket presence. He probably did hang on to the ball a little bit too much. But that's hard to say, too, because, you know, they're blowing the whistle. You know, who knows if he could have sidestepped someone. And he's a big boy. You know, he might be able to pull away from somebody, too. He might too. be able to. Yeah, you don't know. I tell you, though, um, tight ends, fantastic. And Love the other it. thing, too, we've got some receivers, it looks like. Damn right. I, that I was mean, probably the biggest of surprise guy. of the day. Yeah, I'd never heard of this guy Chigaboo before. He seems <laughs> to be pretty good. Obviously, he's big enough. Uh, Stanley. Jason is, Stanley. He looks like he may be our number two guy. And the thing that I liked about seeing these guys this year, as opposed to last year, they did some blocking downfield, too, which is something we were really missing out on. And we didn't get a real good sense of the running game that we're going to have. And, you know, after the game, I had recorded the game and, and watched it this morning. One of the things Smart said when they asked about it, asked him about the running stuff, he said, you know, he said, we're passing a lot because we want to entertain the fans. And obviously, we're not going to be throwing. It seemed like we probably threw 80% of the time in this game. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're not going to be doing that. Chubb is apparently way ahead of schedule. I wouldn't be surprised if he is not starting or he doesn't see action against North Carolina. No doubt. And how, And Reggie Davis looks like clearly he wants to establish himself as number one. Most yards on the day. Reggie Davis is a is a ball player. He's working well, everywhere. Yeah, Re- Reggie Davis is is two things. Reggie Davis needs to do. He needs to hold on to the ball, which he did very well in this game. And I would never ever, unless everybody else who can make a punt or a kickoff return is not able to do it, ever put him back there because <laughs> he he makes some of the worst decisions in the world. Well, now maybe. Maybe another year under his belt, he has gotten better with it. But still, well, let's but, hope Shane Beamer's going to fix that, right? I think Shane Beamer's the guy to fix that. I'm well, hoping. You got to hope so. You got to hope so because I mean, he needs to get out there with a ruler. And anytime someone plants themselves on the ten yard line and backs up, they need to have their calves smacked. No doubt. So uh, running game, you know, we were passing, putting on a show. The running game, offensive line. Really hard to tell. Um, not well, a whole the, lot of good looks. Stuff. I mean, we just no, didn't get a I lot mean, of good the, looks the number, in the running game. The number one line looked like they, they passed block pretty well, about what we expected. Yep. And when it got down, you know, for a couple touchdowns, we hadn't even mentioned Tay Crowder, two touchdowns on the day. You know, apparently he's a touchdown specialist. Easy but, to underestimate him. Easy to overlook him. I'm telling you, he's going to be good. But it seemed like it seemed like that they did run block pretty well. But the main thing was that that I just love about Sam Pittman is all he talks about is we need to get bigger and stronger on the offensive line because I think we finally got a coaching staff that understands the way you win in the SEC is to dominate the line of scrimmage. And the way you do that is with size, weight, and muscle. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah, you know, you're talking about Jason Stanley, also Tay Crowder, two guys that our boy 
Johnny Sanders from Dogs Roundtable pointed out last week as being real up and comers yep. in spring ball. Um, on the other side of the ball, um, I could definitely see, you know, we've been coming the past two years. I've been seeing, we saw the influence of Jeremy Pruitt on the defensive backs, and clearly Smart and Tucker have picked up right where Pruitt left off. You can definitely see better technique, and these guys in the defensive backfield, I think, are are going to be are going to continue to improve. You know, we had some good pass breakups. We had some real physical coverage. Um, I, Aaron I was Davis pretty happy. With a big interception and Boom. a 98 yard return. Aaron Davis, Mr. Scholarship, takes the big takes it back. I tell you what, the big pick was fantastic, man. Yeah. I like and seeing the defensive backs. Got to take your hat off to DeAndre Walker too. Yeah, I mean another guy you don't hear a whole lot of had four or five sacks. Boom! I know back to back sacks. Yeah. Um. So you know, I mean, he's just. I mean, DeAndre Walker is just running over people, running around, running by people. You know. Yeah. The thing is, though. I'm a little bit worried yesterday, you know, I mean, Trent Thompson had a great game, too. Yeah. I mean, Trent Thompson is a monster, but, I mean, I just, I'm worried now. I used to be worried about receiver depth. Now I'm worried about defensive line depth, you know. Um, I'm really worried that those guys, I'm just, I we got to have some guys step up and be able to take some snaps, well, take some do. pressure off that interior defensive line especially. And especially in these first couple games, because we're going to have some guys suspended for, you know, silly shit like BB guns, BB guns and, I know. you know, everything else. Hey. But, you know. When, when we say we'll pop a cap in your ass, we're talking about an actual cap, like a cap yeah. gun, right? Um, so anyway, yeah. Overall, though, I was pretty happy with I was really happy. I was happy with the crowd. I was happy with the band. I was happy with the cheerleaders. I wasn't happy with the concession stands, but uh, that was terrible. Concessions were terrible yesterday, but they do have these refill stations. That's a good idea, except yeah. I think there's only – because you get the unlimited refills, right? So you got people waiting in line, in the regular line, just to get a refill. Now we've got refill stations. That's good, but we need about 100 more of them. So um, I don't know. Well, and, and that may – you know – and. Again, Yesterday this was is just a, weird for the crowd. This is a rehearsal. This was a rehearsal for everything. And even though they had all the stand, all the concession stands open, all the bathrooms open, and all of that business, you wonder if deep down the old guard that was there that had been through countless spring games really ever thought that 93,000 would materialize. I tell you, I did not. I got to tell you, I, going into that game yesterday, I was thinking, okay, our average is about 40. On a good one, we do 45. I, I'm going to be, I'm telling you, I mean, I put it on Twitter last week. I was really, my target, my dream scenario was like 75,000. Yeah. I was like, if we could get over 70, 75,000, that just would be, that would just be damn near amazing. We would almost, you know, that would totally validate what Kirby Smart's doing. Man, I, I, it never once occurred to me that we were going to have to ask people to slide into the middle to try to make room on the ends, and still we had thousands right. waiting on the stairs. Right, you kind of felt you were like a Disney World. I'm you know, when you, you get the seat that you want, and then you got it. They got to shift you around a little. It bit. was freaking nuts. Yeah. Holy shit, it was nuts. But, but if nothing else. Smart and the rest of the coaching staff has brought excitement back to the program. And we haven't had excitement for four years. Yeah. 
How about him bringing, he brought the stinking recruiting class out on the field, had them stand. He just knows how to do things, not just to yep. excite the crowd, but also exciting the players. He had this current crop of recruits standing on the stam G in the middle of the field, waving to the 93,000, and we're just crushing them with applause. And meanwhile, he's got 2017 kids lined up on the sidelines. They're over there saying, hey, look at this, baby. You know, cool. SEC record. Those guys are on the field. You could be, I mean, he's just, he's on message, dude. He's working. He's on message. Here we well, are. And- and and again, if if nothing else, and you know how we feel about recruiting anyway, but this is one thing that other schools can't use against us, you know. And you know the Alabamas and these other ones that are packing have been packing the stadium for their spring game. They're pointing out, you know, look at our fan base. We pack the stadium for a practice. No you doubt, know, we're we've got to get to that level because it's the little stuff that wins championships. Now, you know, again, is it going to make, is it going to make more five stars pan out? Probably not. Right. But, but it does give us an opportunity at more and more of them. And you got to hope they do. And speaking of five stars, uh, you know, we've just, we've got a couple in, they enrolled early and they, they apparently are playing pretty darn well. Mm hmm. I know. I know. I'm telling you, everything about yesterday, you know, from the future players to the former players, the way they reserve seats for Letterman and stuff, this is, man, it's just a different kind of feel, buddy. Yeah. It's just a really different feel. And like you said, we got to see how it pays off, dude. You go out there and lose to Tennessee and South Carolina and Florida, you know, maybe the Kool-Aid won't be quite so cool. But right now... Man, it definitely feels like we've turned a page on something new. Well, and and a lot of momentum going in to these next 20 weeks, too. And and I'm hoping, and I think it probably is a situation where, you know, there's a lot of work that needs to be done before official practices start again. But you have got to think those kids looking at 93,000 instead of 40,000, that's got to fire them up, and that hopefully that's got to make you work harder. That's got to make the guy that used to think about, you know, I'll just get my buddy to sign me into the weight room to actually go. Right. I know, you know man. That, I mean, it's I, I think it was 99.9% positive yesterday. I don't yeah. know. You know, I really don't know what else could have happened where in the it, – it was exciting. It was something to look forward to. I think the players look forward to it. Obviously, the fans did. 93,000 showed up. I mean, it's it's a new level of excitement that we haven't had in a long, long, long time. <laughs> Roger that, buddy. I tell you what, on that note, I think that's a great way to wrap it up, man. Yeah. Guys, uh, just so you know, you know it's our, about time for our annual break. Um Usually about this time of year, we wrap up the G-Day game, and then there won't be any more dogcasts unless something big happens. Oh, wait. Speaking of something big, we did not at all mention Nick Chubb, who was on the field, dressed out, participated in pregame no warms up on. with no damn knee brace. Oh, man. 
I mean, I, I don't want to read too much into that or get too excited about it, but holy crap, it's good to see the boss on the field yeah. with no knee brace, man. I was real happy about that. But anyway, guys, we're about done now. From now till just before fall camp, unless something big happens, hell, I don't even know what what would be an example of a big thing. By the way, how about Chappie Hines? Chappie Hines is running for sheriff. It, so, quote, here's the question for you guys to think about over the summer. If the university football team chaplain wins the job of sheriff of Clark County, does that help the football program or not? I'm just curious. I depends don't even know on, what to think about that. It depends on how loyal to his brother-in-law he Yeah, is. exactly. That is just uh, is interesting. I just want to see what people think about that because I hadn't talked about that yet. But anyway, um. Guys, we're going to take the summer off as we do every year. We won't be, we'll be following stuff. If there's something to tell you, we'll come and tell you. If not, we'll be back uh, towards the end of July, beginning of August. You guys enjoy your summer. We really appreciate our fans. We appreciate the support from the guys at V Sporto and Dog Sports Radio. Those guys are awesome. They make this show possible. They keep it free and advertiser free and it's just freaking awesome i love v sporto and i've heard better things old dog i've got more guys listening to that dog sports radio app which is 24 7 dog talk live pre-recorded on demand you gotta love it it's awesome dog sports radio guys that's the official sponsor the only sponsor of the dog cast the best way to listen to us the best way to get all of our shows we appreciate all the support, the listening, with the emails. You can call us as always at 706-363-0210. I'm about to go to the beach. No, actually, I'm already making plans for SEMA this year. And, um, guys, I really appreciate it. Old Dog, I know you appreciate it. Do you have anything you want to send us out on? What's the last word? No, I mean, that's it. I mean, I basically said it. There's a new level of excitement. Let's hope that carries on into the season. Let's hope we get a starting quarterback named, put everything together. Let's hope our boy Tyler Catalina comes in. Is everything everything we hope he's going to be and that we pound the Tar Heels into the ground. You know, if he doesn't work out as an offensive lineman, there's always Miami Vice. There you go. Go dogs. (laughs) 